I'm tired. That's great. Well, yeah, so my dad was out, so I had, like, really detailed instructions for how to look after his dog. He's like, you need to sleep with the dog in your bed. I'm like, okay. And I went to bed, and the dog was kind of, like, on top of my blanket with his, like, head on my leg. And I'm, like, about to go to bed. I'm, like, going to sleep. The lights are off. I'm like, okay. And then five minutes later, he screamed. I'm not kidding. The dog screamed and crawled into the blanket and then up my body until he was lying in my arms. Like, I was, like, a teddy bear held by a five-year-old. Aww. And he not move for the rest of the night. Which made me really tense that I was going to roll over and crush him. (laughs) And this is story time with Cat and Tallulah. Wait, you started? Yeah. Are we recording? Yeah. Hi. Okay, wait, can I can I tell a really quick story? Yes. Okay. Now So I was perusing the internet. Perusing. Ignoring Tallulah. Perusing. Okay. Would you like I to preface first? Anytime on the internet. Would you like to preface first? Um, okay, I'll preface. <laughs> I spend a decent eight hours a day on YouTube. It doesn't matter about school, I'm on it. Um, and I I do something if any of you are a fan of a YouTuber called Jenna Marbles. I am a fan of Google deep diving, where you kind of just deep dive and you find the weirdest stuff. The deep dark now, the... of the internet. Exactly. The dark web. So today I was perusing the internet and I came across a um, YouTube video and it said, People made fashion clothes out of human skin? Question mark. So I clicked on yeah, it, and I was like, oh my gosh. And so they're showing me the video, and guess what the collection is called? Guess. Hint, I don't know this person. What? Oh! Ah! Ed Gein collection? <laughs> yeah! You can find it on Etsy, <laughs> and it's absolutely horrifying. Can you get me some? I want that I'll for see my birthday, okay? I'll see if I can Valentine's Day. Let's all get each other human skin. Yeah. Right now, and I'll message it to you. (laughs) Oh, my face is absolutely horrifying. That's what I'll get my girlfriend for Valentine's Day. Little hat. Oh, she'd be so happy. Oh yeah. (laughs) There's actually a hat. You can get a hat. I'm gonna. I'm not kidding you. You go for it. I can. I will. Oh, but, oh, 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 that's not, no. I looked up Ed Gein on, um, on Etsy, and that's not a good thing to look up. Why? What? Um. Ah, I'm doing it. Um, I'm trying to find the thing. Now, I'm going to have to look at a video and take the photo, because that's how it works here at my professional setup. So, um, oh my gosh, why'd I do that? Okay. We've completely sidetracked, but this is really important. Oh, this is the title. This clothing line is made from human skin, question mark. Good. Oh, here, here, here. They have a lamp, a briefcase, a wallet, and some of them have nipples on them. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Here. (laughs) <laughs> I'll send it to the group chat. It's horrifying. Let me, let me. What? Give me the nipple okay. belt that I can, I've always dreamed of, and then I can finally stop, have an actual belt, and stop using shoelaces. Did you see it? No. Hold on. Oh, I'm not checking my phone, Emily. 
Oh, it's still sending. Oh, there's a jacket, which I thought Tallulah would like better. Here, I'll show you the jacket. Is there something I would like? Aww. Um, There's a guitar strap. I don't for... play the guitar. She doesn't play the guitar. Well, Kat is hipster, so she'll have one and be like, oh, it's one I used to play. No. I guess that's fair. There's a bag, and there are some high-heeled boots or a cap. Oh, I found a skin lampshade. Did you? Yeah. Hitler. Did you see it in the group chat? Oh, I found Edgine's face, too. Did you see it? In the, is it sent in the group oh. chat? Yes, yeah. I see it. Yeah, is it, this is really weird. Right? Uh, there's something that says authentic yeah, you know skin what? mask. What? There's something on Etsy called an authentic skin mask, and it's for $150. Oh, lovely. But, Kat, check the group chat. It's actually really horrifying. Well, if I check let's the... all get masks of Edgian's face. <laughs> okay. If I check the group chat... And then chat, let's all go out together to, like, a bar. And let's print it off at school, because I've never done that before. It totally worked. <laughs> How about we do No, let's all get matching Edgian masks, and let's just go out places and just stand in the corner and not talk to anyone. You guys, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's okay. get an Edgian flesh right? ball. Let's get an Edgian flesh ball. Okay. Let's get Eggy mask and go to the water park. Woo! I totally support that. I love water parks myself. Yeah. I actually don't really like the water park. Why? I hate water parks. But I like Eggy. I actually went to the water park and I got a serious viral infection. I had to go to a Balinese hospital. They thought I had dengue fever. Oh. <laughs> there's, something, <laughs> there's something on here that says the teat from Eggy. <laughs> Because you, because you know, Teddy, it says the yeah, teeth. yeah. I, no, Catherine, I don't know. Could you explain it to me, please? <laughs> Who's sassy now? <laughs> you know, so Whoa. I had a power outage this weekend. You had a what? Um, I had a weekend? power outage this weekend. I still can't hear Last you. Weekend, yes, you're right. <laughs> you're welcome. Wait, can you hear me, Kat? Well, you keep on, like, fidgeting out when you say the word that I need to hear. Uh, I had a power outage this weekend. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying... Last that. weekend! <laughs> Whatever! It's my it's life! What? You post it all over the web! Uh, actually, I just told it to you to your face. No, you post on Snapchat, and you sent all your story to me. Which is I my follow, favorite thing. I have, like, three friends on Snapchat, okay? Yeah, but I got it sent to me, and then it was on your story. Okay, well, anyway. Which is my favorite uh, thing. I had a power outage at my house last weekend, <laughs> and I read the book Deviant by Harold Schechter, which is about a and I read it by candlelight. Why? And my power was completely out. Because it was the book I was reading at the time, and I want to read it before I, I went to bed. Low-key, your fault. <coughs> yeah, I know. And all the power was out, and there was, it's like, crazy wind. I was like, I felt like I was alone in the house, even though I wasn't. And I got so scared. It was really Wow, fun. great story, Tallulah. The listeners haven't heard it yet. Oh, yeah, that's fair enough. We have listeners. Well, okay. I actually have, like, a bunch of cool... I have a bunch of things that I keep saving to use as our little intro thing, but then I forget when we actually record. <laughs> yeah, same, actually. I, I want to go through, 
through like five right now. I'm gonna. Here we go. Well, we have to start. One. I met Barry Sheck, who's awesome. Innocence um, Project. Yeah, I went to the Barry Sheck is. And I met Barry Sheck, who is founder of the Innocence Project and also worked on OJ's defense team. And yeah, so I, I got to meet him, which is super cool. Talina, and it was a little you're awkward. Your mic up that close to your mouth. It's like it sounds really blurry and like it sounds like you're spitting into the thing. What is it better? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I got to meet him, and um, so basically, if you don't know, because not a lot of people know what the Innocence Project is. Not a lot of people it, know what the Innocence Project is. It's really well known. Episode. I know. I know. 
I know. I noticed that. <laughs> I don't know why y'all are so concerned about people knowing what state we live in. Okay, it's like you, you everyone know knows. You know why I did it? It's because Emily was freaking out so much, and so I didn't. Because I had fair enough reason to. You didn't have to get rid of you the state. You let me talk. You freak out. <laughs> no, I didn't want. I didn't want to be confronted over each other. I didn't want to be confronted by Emily later saying, you know, I really don't appreciate what you did. <laughs> so I cut it out. You made me sound like my art teacher. What? Oh, God. Make me sound like the art teacher that I love so much. <laughs> Leave her out of this. Leave the art teacher out. No, okay. I started getting concerned because I had made a mention to where I live and it freaked me out. We made, like, I asked Catherine to just remove the part about where I lived personally, um, which she did, which I was very happy about. And I said, thank you. I don't really care if they know where we live. I can say what state we live in. I don't care. Say, say what state it is. Hawaii. It's, yeah, boy. Now, Catherine, cut that out. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, anyway, so yeah, this documentary is really good, and the cult moved to Hawaii after it kind of started to fall apart. And now it's still going strong here. And the last scene is a really creepy scene at um, Kaimana Beach Park where my dad hangs out. And it's super freaky because I've actually like seen the group down there before. Really? Didn't know the oh, I think yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've seen them. I Not have a the fire spinner. There's a few different hippie no, groups that hang the, out on that beach. Yeah, well, but yeah, you, you can you can uh, yeah. there every now and then, like at least once once a month or so. So yeah, everyone watch Holy Hell. It's on Netflix and it's amazing. Thank yeah. you to Lula for that advertisement for Holy Hell. Uh, thank you. We are not sponsored. Not the second spo advertisement is for Lyft. You know, Lyft is the oh number one. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Stabbing you in the eye with this makeup brush. Now that's Emily. really rude. Also, I have nowhere to go, and if you cast me out, I will die in the woods. That's true. That's me stabbing you metaphorically with a paintbrush, a makeup brush. I've already almost died in the woods like seven times, Emily. Yeah, I know. You told me. <laughs> <laughs> It's because I keep going out into the woods and then being dumb. Well, then stop going out in the woods and being dumb. That's your fault. I love it in the woods and I'm dumb all the time. Okay, to the listeners, it's always like Emily's the dumb one, but here, listen. Tallulah will always do really stupid things and like then complain eat mac about and cheese it. When she's and black like, I don't know why it. this happened to me. And I'm like in the corner like, it's your fault. And I'm you're like, so I am just like, okay, Tallulah happens to be dairy-free, right? I just, you tell them Emily, that? I just said this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. But because she's dairy-free, you know, she's not allowed to eat dairy, basically. And so as I was leaving to go home after well, school one day, Tallulah peer pressured me into giving her my cream cheese bagel, which had a ton which of cream fine. cheese. I was fine. But you yeah. could have died. Well, I didn't. 
I don't know why you would bring that up when you've literally seen me on multiple occasions eat dairy and then get sick. Because this is the point I'm trying to make. Tallulah will do these things and she's like, Uh. I don't don't know why this happens to me. I'm simply going to say this. You haven't lived until you've thrown up in a stranger's bathroom. (laughs) Or into a potted plant in a public park. You know what? Balcony. You know what? You haven't lived until you've been on a sunset dinner cruise and you get really sick, so you go down into the basement area and then everyone's like cuddling up to you and one girl's named Seashell and she tells you it's gonna be okay, but then you end up throwing up all over her and down the stairs that lead into the bathroom. You haven't lived until you've thrown up in the back seat of a taxi cab going to the airport. And then stood at the entrance to the airport covered in vomit and cried softly to yourself for half an hour. You haven't lived until you've died. You haven't lived until you've been on a beach in beautiful scenic Klein and then seen a centipede and immediately vomited into the ocean. Oh my God. <laughs> I have so many vomit stories. Tallulah vomits easily, okay? I haven't vomited since I was seven years old. I haven't vomited since term one. I haven't vomited since Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't lived until you've vomited off of the side of a boat in front of three fishermen (laughs) so hard you start crying because, you know, that happens and you do it three times in a row and they all just look at you and then you get vomit on the boat, and one of them, like, goes, <laughs> makes that noise. And then, what like, noise is that? That's the noise he made. Okay, can we stop you talking about vomit? You haven't no. lived until you vomited, laugh so hard at someone's cards against humanity response. You vomited during a game of cards against humanity? No, I was making up a metaphorical scenario. I wanted to seem cool, but apparently no. Emily. Yeah, you're not. No. Emily, you don't have to vomit to be cool. Okay? <laughs> I would know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It sounds like I have some, some sort of disorder. Yeah, that sounds like we're all bulimic. I'm not bulimic, by the way. Yeah. None of us are, Tallulah. Oh, my God. I know, but I'm making sure that people don't worry. Don't be bulimic, you guys. It's not fun. No, it's, it's not, not good. I don't like throwing up when I'm sick, so. Granted, I have made myself barf before. Why? It was a calculated decision. <laughs> <laughs> just froze. She decided. Well, okay. So either I can take, I can like shit for eight straight hours, or I can for five minutes and be done. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> you froze. <laughs> you froze and the screen froze on your face when it said So, Emily, you're doing the Summerton Man, right? The Summerton Man, yes. Get into that shoes. So, my place, or murder, is the... Summerson Man, can you guess where that is? Where is it? Summerton Beach in Adelaide, Australia. Australia. Where, 
now we have an Australian murder for Australian scrubs. I feel discriminated against. You should, because I always get discriminated against. So here we go. Discrimination time. Well, you deserve it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's offensive. I feel like okay. um, this time is actually really not the time to joking to jokingly discriminate against people from other countries. So I'm just going to yeah. take that last bit back. Yeah, I take it back, too, especially with... Um, <clears throat> Where the U.S. is right now. That have been happening, you know, considering that we're now just, like, rapidly sliding into uh, full-on fascism. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, we are doing that. Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light? I just can't wait for the national anthem to be just a mega brainwash for all children. Oh, the no, the national anthem is going to be Trump, 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 yeah, um, it's good. It's pretty bleak lately. I'm not yeah. pretty bleak. Cheeto is running our country. Okay, anyway, we don't want to get arrested, so this is all satire. We're what is satire? The murder? The Summerton Man? No, satire. It's a form of comedy. Making fun of a situation. Emily, I hate comedy. Okay. I, I realized So, that December in 1948. Hey, that was a while ago. No, I swear. Yes, it was a while ago. <laughs> a body was found placed resting against the beach wall of Somerton Beach, Australia, the where beach wall? the name Somerton Man comes from. The beach wall? The beach wall? Did you mispronounce bitch wall? <laughs> I said beach wall. You said, uh, you said beach wall, actually? No, I didn't. <laughs> you did. No, I didn't. You, did. you totally said bitch wall. No, I did not. I said beach wall. <laughs> you said bitch wall. 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 Emily, keep talking about your murder. Jesus. Did Emily just hang up on the call? No, her <laughs> icon is still there. Well, I'm not answering. I swear, are we going to get through this episode without three more people <laughs> hanging up again? Emily hung up on us. Oh, I can see 
masturbation looks like. I know what it looks like, but that that looked like it, Tallulah. Okay. <laughs> Catherine, are you okay? I'm fine. Okay, so we get it. He's dressed like a square and he's on a beach. And, um, so the police ruled the cause of death as heart failure, but it seems, with the toxicology reports, most likely to be poisoning. Cool. Say he was poisoned. What the hell is happening with your computer? (laughs) Me? What is happening with it? Why am I seeing, like, half of your computer and half your face? Who? Me or Tallulah? You! Me or Oh. Me? (laughs) Well, why is it a mirror? It's so skinny. I'm confused. It's my ruler! Why can't we concentrate on the murder for more than 30 seconds? It's a metal ruler! Okay, keep Uh, talking about the murder. Okay, so cause of death was poisoning. Although, this is kind of weird because the autopsy showed no signs of poisoning, so the cause of death, or C.O.D, was listed as heart failure. But there are poisons that leave the body, like, really quickly. Exactly. Or that they just don't show up in the body. And also, there could be a way, like, some people um, inject just straight oxygen into the bloodstream, and that's a way of killing people. That's a good way. Yeah, some some drugs are digested faster by the system. And so, um, an interesting fact, and this could be what poisoned him, the last thing he ate was a pastry. Cool. Yeah, right? Awesome. Imagine, just, that'd be such a nice way, just, like, eating a pastry, like, ugh. I want a pastry. I do, too. I want a Kit Kat. A Kit Kat's not a pastry. You get yourself a pastry. Did you just say a Kit Kat was a pastry? I want one. You don't have any pastries, Emily. I do, actually. I have, like, 17. What? I don't. Can you bring me one? Well, that sucks for you. Like you bring me pastry when I see you tomorrow? No. Why not? Okay, I'll bring you one. Thank you. I have a chocolate croissant. I have some other pastries. What are okay, the let's keep talking They're about like, the murder, please. <laughs> They're like mini chocolate croissants, or oh, like these, these triangle ones with like blueberries in them. Can I have a chocolate croissant? Um, they're mini though. They're like this big. Can I have two? I'll get you one, and then I'll split the second one with you. How about it? That is fair. Thank you, Emily. You're welcome. Catherine hates us now. All right, Kitty, we're back into it. We're good. Okay. Um, and, um... Catherine is gonna die. Wait, I need to find where I was in my notes. Uh, he's eating the pastry. Yeah, well, okay. Um... And this was kind of weird because he didn't have his wallet with ID or stuff on him. Um, and all of his name tags on his clothes were, like, cut off. And his fingertips were, like, I think they were either burnt or, like, doused in something that made them unidentifiable. And um, <clears throat> they were, like, showing his photo on the news for, like, clues to who he was and stuff like that. But then everyone thinks it's over. But bam, four months later, a secret hidden seam in his trousers were found. 
A secret hidden seam? A secret hidden seam. A oh. secret hidden seam kid. Yeah. Hiding pants. But this thing pops out, he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm from the scene. What up? All right. Uh, seeing kid impressions are two dollars, so you should pay up. All right. Okay. Yay. Uh, just kidding. Um. So, uh. So. Oh my that- God! What? We're so bad at podcasting today. I, I, I don't I don't, I don't know. Like um, in Le Hidden Seam, Le, Le, they found a close match to a page from a book, The Rubiat. I think that's how you pronounce it. I apologize to anyone who reads it and is offended by what I just said. Um, we can't pronounce anything. No, we cannot. Just go back to our finished episode for proof. Okay. I can't even pronounce my own name. The paper in his secret hidden seam had the words ta mom should, or in English, it is ended. Talman should. Yep. What language is that again? Talman should. Okay. Which in English means it is ended. Cool. Um, so they then thought it was suicide, but that's like a little bit, you know, that's a little that's bit like strange. That's really extra way to commit suicide. Yeah, and like yeah. you would have like a hidden seam in your pocket. Like that just didn't make sense. Yeah. Um, so then. That's what uh, I'm going to do with you. Yeah. I actually have started writing little tiny cryptic messages and sewing them into the seams of all my pants just in case I die while wearing them. That's right off. Yeah, it is. You know, we never know when I'm going to die. Speaking of someone who is dead, um, they couldn't know. The, the police investigating the Somerton Man case couldn't find the, the copy of the Rubiat. So they buried him. But they, like, they took a cast of his body so they could keep it in case anyone wanted to come and identify him. You know, yeah. same later. But then, as the case seems like it's over, wow, eight months later, so this is a whole 12 months later after the body was found, a man walks into the police station with a copy of the Rubiot. Ooh. The copy that the paper in the Summerton Man's secret hidden seam was torn out of. Cool. Whoa. Trippy, right? Super. This is what the guy claims. He claims after the body was discovered, he found the copy of the Rubiot in his car, which was close to the murder scene. He'd only heard about it when he read the news, which, have a conversation about that for a second. What, Tallulah? Nothing. Okay. I'm just saying, it was a pretty big case. He would have heard about it sooner, right? Maybe not, though. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't watch the news. Maybe he was too busy reading these poems. No, but he said he read the news and that's how he discovered it. Yeah, well, maybe he didn't get around to the news till really late. Oh, a year, Tallulah. A year? I feel like I often miss news stories for long periods of time. For yeah, a year? I do too. Yeah, sometimes. For a year? 
it probably like it probably like it was big news for a little bit, but then he was all preoccupied with, you know, like the window on his car was broken. He's like, oh, I gotta fix that. You know, he's all busy. And yeah, then, but if you found a clue in a murder investigation, withholding that is a crime. I do see well, your point. Well, you didn't know Emily. it was a murder mis- investigation at the time. You know. Oh yeah, that's fair enough. And then, um, like, it's not something you'd naturally like immediately go to the police for. And then probably when they bury well, it him, it would be if it's something they were like, looking for. Yeah, and then when it popped up again, when they buried the um, Summerton man, it probably popped up in the news again, and that's when he saw the whole thing with the book, and that's when he was like, oh. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, anyway, continuing on from that little tangent, the book had the part of the final page torn out, which fits the paper on the body, so the paper came from the book, they identified it, they matched. Um, they also found a phone number and a code found in the book. This code is very strange. I'll get into it a little bit later. What's the but code the f- for? Uh, no one's deciphered it. They haven't been able to decipher it. Nobody knows what it says. We're going to decipher it uh. on this podcast today. Okay. Yeah. Well, before that, we'll, we'll talk about the phone number first because that actually led to things. Okay. It led to a woman named Jessica Thompson. Uh, when they called her in... Um, she was very evasive with the police. She started crying, and she almost fainted at the sight of the Somerton man's bust. Did she know that he was murdered? Like, did she know who? Uh, did she know the guy that was murdered? She claims she didn't, but she but like did. Yeah, like so. Um, she said no. Um, oh, sorry, my notes are really confusing thought but oh so boxel thought that like the somerton man like was still alive at the time and she thought that she still had like a copy of the ruby on him at at the point in time when she was in the police station Mm -hmm. um which is a little weird what was the significance of the ruby like what were its contents well, it had the, um, it basically just led to them finding the code and stuff like that. Like, it didn't really, it's some type of religious book. I can't remember which one, because I took these notes such a long time ago. But it was basically well, just Hebrew, creating right? the murder investigation. What? It's Hebrew, right? Oh, yeah, 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 it's Hebrew. Yeah, and, um, she said, there, she had a connection to the book. She said that, like, she was given a copy. Yeah, she was. A long time yeah. ago. It's, like, a really rare book. Yeah, like, there were only, like, ten copy, copies of and it. And she gave it to this other dude. And then, yeah. like, oh, well, it's probably the same copy, but it wasn't. And so if that's not a connection to the Somerton man, she also has a son who has similar dental and ear features to the Somerton man. He has, like, weird genetic things, so. though. Yeah. It's like, that teeth are both crooked. It's like, there's, like, yeah. weird and the code, we have, like, no idea what it what it says. Nobody has been able to crack it. People are still trying to crack it. Like We're going to change that today. Well, it's actually a pretty difficult code to crack, actually. We it's are like, going to change that today. today. What's the code, so, Emily? I'm going to write it down. Um, let me Google it, then. Wow, you are very unprofessional. You are so prepared. Um... I didn't realize that we were going to have to crack the code. I didn't know what it said, so I thought that we weren't going to talk about it for that long. We're going to crack it. 
So it's got random letters on it. W R G O A B A P D. on. I can't write that fast. I'm still on R C. Go again. Wait, C? Yeah. C? W R C. G. Okay. What next? W R G O. Okay. A B A B. D. Is that it? And it under, no, underneath it, it has M-L-I-A-O-I, but that's crossed out. O-I is crossed out? No, all of it's crossed out. The M-L-I-A-O-L is crossed out. Wait, is it M-L-A-I-O-L or O-I? No, I-A-O-L. I mean, <laughs> sorry, M-L-I-A-O-I. Okay. The cross makes it look like an L, so I was like, it's got like a slash through all those letters. Then the third line down has WTB, IMP, 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 ANETP. So basically the first and third lines have no markings on them, but the second one has a slash through it. All right. Now, there's it, there are two, like, more lines. But before that, there's, like, a big gap in the paper. And it's two lines kind of looking like this. Can you see? Yeah. And it's got an X, like, right here. Like, it's close to the base of this, like, line thing. Okay. Describe the line thing to the people who can't see you on the video screen. Sorry. It looks like an, a very acute angle with an X close to the base of the angle. Okay. Underneath that, we have another line of letters, um, which is M-L-I-A-B-O. E-O? B-O. Like B, the letter B. Uh huh. And then after the O, it's A I A Q C. Oh, I just looked it up. It's very, very handwritten. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say it's an acronym. For what? He was writing a we... poem. <laughs> Did you? It's not BTK, Tulula. It's bad poetry. It's written to that lady who is baby mama. Did you notice that um, on the second line and fourth line, they both start out with M-L-I-A? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Pattern. I'm just saying that master, like, coders have not figured this out. So how are three high school students going to be able to? It's an acronym poem. Emily, it's... you never know when there would be a fresh pair of eyes. Um, we are three high school students who have never taken a coding class in our lives. Winter care. roses, golden, on, uh, ah, ah, baby, ah, <laughs> baby, dick, winter <laughs> trees bloom in my and... <laughs> 
see. Tallulah. That's what I'm going to say it means. Did Emily leave the call again? No, her page is just there. Why did she keep muting herself so that... It's annoying. <laughs> I mean... I know, mute myself, I just turn off my video. Well, I don't like it. Stop it! Well, I think that I sucks for you. a perfectly plausible explanation. No, Tallulah, you haven't. Me down. I did, okay? I'm a genius. Give me one second. One second. I'll be right back. No, what? What? What, what are you doing? What? What are you doing? <laughs> one second. Emily! I'll leave the call if you want me to so I don't make any noise. Just go and I'll figure out the last line of the poem. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, so the little alligator mouth with the X's, that's just a really bad drawing of a vagina. <laughs> Mom, and then it says, Mom, I love, Mom, love, approaching. Mom loving indigo ass. <laughs> I'm going to say that it's my love is approaching bottom of air in a quiet. Is that a C? I want to say the C word, but I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> my bad. And the last word starts with C, but it rhymes with runt. I fell off my bed. Can I do my interpretation now? Yes. Please. Okay, so the first line. <laughs> I, that hurt, guys. I'm upset. Okay, the, do you want to listen to my poem or not? I no! do. <laughs> I'm upset. I fell off my bed. I just broke my toe. Okay. I broke like I, I broke my nail, and I hurt my ankle. Well, I want to hear Kat's poem. Fine, I'll just leave then. Bye. White rhinos gurgle on <laughs> aromantic buttholes <laughs> and, and <laughs> bequeath dick with the banner in I'm back! my in my panther <laughs> and, and necrophiles eat tiny Pussy. <laughs> You're beautiful, kitty. <laughs> Do you want me to continue? Yes. <laughs> My little instigate <laughs> investigative armor <laughs> bestows on <laughs> aromatherapy individuals <laughs> quietly. I don't know what to do for the sea. Quietly circumcising <laughs> very oh, no. tough, tough motley teeth. So all men should torture gurgling <laughs> artichokes <laughs> bathtubs. <laughs> I love it, Catherine. Thank I think you. we cracked the code. It was just I a didn't, bad poem. I didn't get to hear it because I left the call. Well, that's your, your fault. fault. It's certainly not being repeated. <laughs> I posted 
hard time with Kat and Tallulah again. No, I'm sorry. Please love me. What else yes, about the Summerton no. man? Oh, um, people still don't know who he who he was or his occupation. I thought they they thought he was a dancer though. No, I didn't yeah. hear that. I don't I know. Did I was that about him, and they said that due to his thick, muscular thighs, they believed him to have been a dancer. But just because he had thick muscles, he could have been an athlete. Could he have been or- a runner? Exactly. I don't know. They thought he had dance lives. So do you guys want to hear some th- 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 theories? Mm, no. Bye. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So basically, the biggest theory that I found um, is... Wait, give me a second. Because... No one can introduce this theory better than the introduction I found. So just give me one second. Jesus. I really wish the person lawn mowing outside my window could have not be doing that. It's okay. Okay, are you ready? Are you ready? I am. who was born on July 29th, 1924. She and how tall was she? She How tall was she? I don't know how tall she was. I what? think she was short. Uh, or medium height. Why are you asking me how tall she was? That's an important thing to know. Never mind. I it's, a good thing. Thing. it's a good thing to know sometimes. Okay, well, I don't know. Okay, so um, Sometimes you just want to know how a famous celebrity died and how tall they were. So, I know how I'm gonna die. 
Oh. You'll see. I'm gonna murder you because that's probably that's probably fair enough. No, you don't have the guts. I do not. That's fair enough. Okay. So... I know exactly the man who will kill me. Who? You'll see. When are you gonna die? But what if your murder murder isn't solved? Fine. Fine by me. I think Cat and I will solve it. Yeah. You can try. Behavioral analysis. Woo! Forensic science. Okay, can I talk about her now? You're gonna solve my murder. What? Yes, keep going. So, Short was found mutilated, her body sliced in half at the waist on January 15th, 1947 in Le Mert Park, Los Angeles, California. As <coughs> all of us know, it's been the source of widespread speculation and all these different various forms of entertainment and things like that. So, yes, should yes. I talk about her early life at all? You know about it. What? You can go into it. You know about it yet? Uh, no, there is, it's still unsolved, and we, there's really no more information about it. That doesn't mean there can't be a porno about it. There probably is oh a porno about it. Oh my You God. said that it was the subject of all sorts of different forms of entertainment. Yes, so Lula, I'm not gonna, I'm only gonna point this out because you've made, like, four infractions now. You've made four infractions, so let's, let's keep the infraction level to a down low. I have what? no doubt. What? I have no doubt there was a porno made about it. You sworn. Porn isn't swearing. No, swearing. No, she said a word. Oh, I didn't hear it. Yeah, I've said a lot of things. Um, And um, also you advertised another thing. Or whatever. So there's um both a porn site and a porn star who are both named Black Dahlia. I don't. I didn't question you, Tallulah. So why are you looking at? I wanted to know myself. Why would you Google that? That's weird, Tallulah. (laughs) Well, I was. That's like okay. Well, now you look like a weirdo. Okay. You do. Just saying. (laughs) I'm fine with that. You look like a weirdo. They already know. They're weird. They know. We all know she's weird. Yes, strange. Okay, so... Yes, strange. So, Elizabeth was born in Hyde Park, Boston, and she was the third of five daughters of Cleo and Phoebe May Short. However, she grew up in Medford, Massachusetts, which was a Boston suburb. And um, her father... um, Uh, he was in a, he, one day he parked his car on a bridge and was not heard from for years, and it was, many presumed that he committed suicide. So, maybe that's a little weird. Maybe the same killer killed her father. Ooh. I don't know. But, like, that that's a big speculation, but it could be fair enough, because, just, like. Yes, I'm speculating. I'm not doing, yeah. Can yeah. I ask? Do we know where the Somerton man was? Oh my, no, we <laughs> don't, Tallulah. Could he have killed Black Dahlia? Yes. All right, I've solved my murder. In theory, everyone could have killed Black Dahlia because nobody knows who killed Black Dahlia. All right, he did it, and then she killed him back. How can you kill someone if you're already dead? Ghosts. Okay, so, interestingly... What? It was not... You are the one who told me ghosts don't exist and we can't do the exorcism of Annalise Michael. 
What? I never told you ghosts don't exist. I've always been a strong proponent that ghosts do exist. And well, then who told me that I couldn't do it, Annalise Michael? I, I may have said that we shouldn't do an exorcism on the, the thing, although I don't remember you ever talking about it with me, but you know I believe in ghosts. No, I actually didn't know that. I thought I you were the one who don't believe in Why are you guys always ghosts? fighting on this podcast? I no, want Emily to believe I met a ghost. <laughs> I believe you. Wait, you met a ghost? Yes. Don't yes, tell us about I it. Know this. It was in the woods. <laughs> we should have an episode just about ghost stories. But let's. Oh God! Wanted to do ghosts a long time ago. I got shot dead. I did too. Can you I did. talk about her now? But I wanted to do Annalise Michael because she hey, died hey, and it was hey, a murder. You know what? On my special, my special um corpse corner for next week, we can throw <gasps> the afterlife in there. Okay. Catherine and Emily's ghost corner. No, my ghost oh. corner. No, but you you oh, are you there. already have a necrophilia corner. Yeah, you have there's a necrophilia corner. Multiple corners in a room. <laughs> no, there's not. Not in your room. You only have one. I am in a room right now, and I see four corners. Actually, technically five. Well, you are only allowed one corner. I have I'm five corners. No, you do not. Yes, I do. Equal corners for everyone. <laughs> when you have your own episode you can have as many corners as you want i had the job in a ramsey episode and i didn't get a corner well you can do your own special we'll talk about this afterwards yes <laughs> okay so interestingly enough um a letter of a, a letter of apology was received by the family later on and they learned that um the father was still alive and living in california whoa yeah he faked his suicide and well there, there was no evidence of suicide he only left his car behind i was gonna pronounce it wrong on purpose and then i accidentally purposely pronounced it wrong okay, okay. go kitty so in 1943 she was arrested for underage drinking and there's actually a famous mugshot of her um cool. you can look that up if you want to jazzy um, so, while in Florida, Short met Major Matthew Michael Gordon Jr., who was a decorated United States Army Air Force officer, and he was training there to, um, training for deployment to the China-Burma-India Theater of Operations. So, <laughs> shock spare. I think he was just really wearing his little Shakespeare outfit, and then he learned that it was actually a war. I can feel our friend murdering us now for saying William Shakespeare. Well, she was listening to this, so boom. Oh, that's fair enough. So um, <laughs> he actually proposed marriage to her, and she accepted, but he, Gordon Wait, died. Wait, wasn't he her dad? No. No! He switched her boyfriend. Okay. I was right. talking about Major Matthew Michael Gordon Jr., her dad, well, I that was the, alliteration. Her dad okay. was Cleo Short. I I missed one line, and I thought she was going to marry her dad, which freaked me out. Pay attention. I'm trying. Okay. No, you're not. So oh, she was going oh, to marry him, but he died in a crash in 1945, less than a week before Japan's surrender ended, in, ended World War II. Well, well, too. So she went back to Los Angeles and 
she spent the last six months of her life in Southern California, but mostly in the Los Angeles area. What are you putting up to your screen? <laughs> it's raccoons. They're so cute. Emily. Emily. I'm sorry. But they were so cute. And they said, we will stick together through trash. And I was like, aww. I'm sorry, guys. I know. I'm having a day where cute things are distracting to me it's okay we all have days yay so murder sorry kitty continue on the morning of january 15th 1947 her naked body was found in two pieces uh in a lot a vacant lot on the west side of south norton avenue um and she was discovered by a local resident named betty bursinger uh, as she was walking with her three-year-old daughter uh, and oh, at, scandalous! At, at first, at, at first she thought it was a discarded store mannequin. Wouldn't that oh, be a surprise? Oh, um, yeah. So. But like, that's a bit weird because what dismantled store mannequin is covered in blood and had the injuries that blocked well, Dahlia? Had. Away, so Actually, I have her. a dismantled store mannequin up on my porch and. It could look like an injured person. They're very but is it covered in blood? Well, she was far away, so she probably... Did. Her body was entirely drained of blood, so there wasn't any blood No, there. but didn't she have it on her face and on her stomach, well, which Catherine will get into in a she second? She not see her face yet. Oh, okay, that's fair enough. Okay. <laughs> like, a dead body, especially one that's been out for a while and it's all, like, pale and white. Your brain kind of doesn't want to admit that you're seeing a dead body. Yeah, and also her body. No, 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 was, but like her blood was drained out of her. Like her, it wasn't yeah, like her a. Body okay, was well, I'm just saying entirely that. Of blood. What'd you just say, Kitty? Sorry, her body I can't was hear drained you. entirely of blood, so she wasn't covered yeah. in blood. Yeah. Okay. So she was completely severed at the waist, and as I said, completely uh, drained of blood. And but was she okay? So yes. She, she lived to tell a tale. So the body had obviously been washed by the killer. So that answers your question, Emily. Oh, no blood. Oh, okay. Her, but her face had been slashed from the corners of her mouth to her ears, creating an effect called the Glasgow smile. Are you saying the Joker did this? Yes. Why Why is it at the, do- why is it the Glasgow smile? smile? Sure, was there another Because Scotland is a land of horror. Okay, Can't never mind. That explanation. <laughs> we just lost all our Scottish listeners now. Yeah. Oh, like we had it. Ah, I'm dropping stuff. Sorry. Your own fault. So she had Sorry. Um, several cuts on her thigh and breast where entire portions of flesh had been sliced away. And the lower half of her body was positioned a foot away from the upper. And her intest- intestines had been tucked neatly beneath her buttocks. 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 Okay. Yeah. Buttocks. And she had been posed with her hands over her head, her elbows bent at right angles, and her legs spread apart. They found a cement stack nearby containing watery blood, and there was a heel print on the ground amid the tire tracks. So she was doing like a like a this kind of thing. Um. Uh, so, her hands over her head, her elbows bent at. Something like that, yeah. I guess so. You'd have to look at the. You'd have to look at the. Office. That's very offensive. You'd have to look at the pictures. 
So, like, judging from the, like, the post-mortem, did they know if, um, it was done post-mortem or not? The wounds? Um. The cuts to her body and her face and stuff? So, I think the cause, that's of, death, how she died, the cause of death was, uh, hemorrhaging from the lacerations to her face and shock from blows on the head and face. So, I think... So, that, that was done while she was alive. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that, so, him cu- cutting her in half, that was definitely post-mortem. Huh. That's Which is such good. a, like, horrifying thing to do to a body, though. Like, it's... But that's better than doing it before. Like, I mean, any- yeah, but I'm trying to think, like, why would he want to... Why would someone want to do that? I mean, I guess... Because people are sick, Tallulah. It's sad, unless like, have to learn. It's a big effort, though, for... Just psychologically. Well, some of for, them, like, it's not about the killing. It's about what they do to the body afterwards. I know. Was she, um, uh, necrophilia No. No. Okay. Although Which is great, considering the state she was in. I don't think anything's great about this. Her legs were That's what I'm apart, saying. But, um... At the point, once you're cut in half, I feel like it doesn't really matter. But I'm, I'm, well, I'm trying to think, like, what's the psychological impact of cutting someone in half? Like, that's a really big job. That's, like, really hard to do. Yeah. And I understand that it's, like, it's, like, product killer stuff. But, you know, mostly with product killers, like, there's a, there's a motive. You can kind of see why they're doing what they're doing. You know? And normally it is sexual. It is about the necrophilia. But I think that the thing is, is, like, whatever you have something like this and it sounds awful but i try and look at like because it's an awful situation and like when i try to process it it was like you know these awful things were done to her at least she wasn't this okay or, but that really doesn't answer my question about what why would a psychologically speaking why would a killer cut a body in half just because maybe it's a fetish or something I don't know. It's just such a, like, bizarre thing. It really doesn't fit with what normal product killers do. Like, the, the cuts on the breasts and thighs does. That's very much a, like, expression of, like, angry sexuality and stuff. But cutting in half is such a, like, long and arduous thing, you know? And it's not just, like, like Jack the Ripper where he would just, like, slice them open and play with the guts. It's, like, all the way in half. And, like, they know they probably, there's probably a doctor because it was, like, so surgically done. Well, a lot, a lot of the suspects well one of the suspects is a doctor right kitty um he's a famous surgeon i believe so and like so that kind of points him like as like suspicious but also a lot of the people had some serious animosity to this girl like it wasn't yeah like, I don't think someone's just going to get up, get up one day and be like, well, got to stab someone in a half and carve a smile into their face. Like, was she killed in the lot? Um, uh, I, what is the significance so. of the watery really blood don't. on the cement bricks? Like, was she killed in the lot or was, like, she cut in half in the lot? It well, they're thinking that she was drained. Well, oh, sorry, she, could, she couldn't have been cut in half in the lot. She It had to have been done in a different area unless he was extremely good at cleaning up after himself because blood stains so yeah well the watery blood makes it sound like he hosed it down or something but there were no blood stains i don't know all right well um yeah i guess so then do you think that the cutting in half maybe it wasn't psychological at all maybe he just needed to move her yeah it could have been out of expedience 
Yeah, that would make sense. That would make more sense than it being a, a whole thing. So here's your um height, Tallulah. She was five foot. She was five feet five inches tall and weighed 115 pounds. Oh my god, that's my height. I thought you were five six. I don't know what height I am. Well, why would you say that if you don't know your height? It's around there. So she had light blue eyes, brown hair, and badly decayed teeth. There were ligature marks on her ankles, wrists, and neck, but the skull was not fractured. Uh, but she did have bruises on the front and right side of her scalp. So, I'd say here and here. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had a small amount of bleeding in the subarachnoid space on the right side, which was consistent with the blows to the head. Okay. And I told you what the cause of death was, so we can't ignore that. So, um, she, but prior to her death, she had actually won a beauty contest. Um. Uh, beauty contests lead to nothing good. Well, she was famous, right? So it's like, yeah, not I think she was an actress good. as well. And, like, guess another famous murder that had to do with beauty competitions. Jamie That's what I was getting at. Um, so on January 23rd, 1947, a person, a person claiming to be the killer called the editor of the Los Angeles Examiner and Mm -hmm. they expressed, oh, that Ted Cruz, was it Ted Cruz again? Yes, obviously. So they expressed concern that news of the murder was tailing off and offered to mail items belonging to short to the editor. Mm-hmm. But of course, that doesn't mean anything because serial confessors are so common. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of frustrating because it's like, stop, you know? Oh, yeah, it's super frustrating. Like, it's not helping at all. And if I was really a Kendrick's man, I'd just be like, well, you're arrested. But yeah, you know, it's just something that. Yeah. part of it well though the following day a package did arrive at the los angeles newspaper and it had her birth certificate business cards photographs names written on pieces of paper and an address book with the name mark hansen on the covers but how that that doesn't mean that he was the one who killed her because i think you could get that anywhere you could manufacture business cards and i don't know she could go to her house to find the birth certificate and you can get photographs anywhere Although that is certainly harder to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a a lot of effort for it. But, I mean, it could still... Yeah. So, um... So then people actually wrote more letters to the newspaper and signed them the Black Dahlia Avenger after the name was given to short by the newspapers. Um, Interesting fact, um... The, they got the name Black Dahlia from this film noir named The Blue Dahlia. Mm. And she was dressed in, like, black... Or, oh, no, she was naked. Never mind. Um, so it was derived from the film noir murder mystery. Um, so then, uh, during due to the notoriety of the case over the years, more than 50 men and women have confessed to the murder. So Yeah, which is a bit, like, stop. Yeah. Uh, one guy said, um, his name was John, who, he was a detective who worked the case, said it stated, it's amazing how many people offer up a relative as the killer. 
So oh, yeah. People. I mean, that's another thing. It's like if you have someone you don't like and you want to make life a little bit harder for them, just sick the police on them. Exactly. Uh, and I think that's so, like, nothing gets on my nerve more than, like, either people who, like, fake confess or tell the police it was someone when it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know my favorite serial killer is uh, Henry Lee Lucas, so. Yeah. So, do you guys want to hear some theories? Sure. Well, Tallulah's sneezing. Let's go for it, kitty. Have you counted, Tallulah, how many times you've sneezed? Uh, is that six? I I thought it was five or six, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, some crime story authors speculated on a link between the between the Black Dahlia murder and the Cleveland Torso murders which took oh, place yeah. between 1934 and 1938. Yeah. Um, the original LAP investigators looked into the Cleveland murders in 1947 but and later discounted any relationship between the two cases. But, you know, there could, it still could be viable. You never know. I, I, don't, yeah. I think sometimes it's hard to rule anything out. I think it could have been, like, a copycat murder, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's what's so hard about murders as well like especially like unsolved ones yeah um so um other people have suggested a link between black dahlia and the dismemberment of six-year-old suzanne degnan in chicago however i don't think that one's very likely because usually serial killers follow the same motive they follow the yeah, same killers MO. usually won't jump. That's a big, drastic difference in victims. Yeah. Wait, I haven't heard that one. What's that one about? Um, it's just there was a murder of a six-year-old girl. No, but it was similar. But yeah, that doesn't seem that that much viable of a no. theory. Just like killers usually don't jump from adult to child like that. So it was like a JBR type situation, is what you're saying? No, not really. I mean. The, it, not at all, actually. The six but, like, age-wise, was... age-wise. Yeah, age-wise. The girl was six years old Emily, in Chicago. Emily, children are murdered every day. What? Nothing. No, wait, what'd you say? It doesn't matter. It does! I said small children are murdered every day. It doesn't connect them to JBR. Well, no, but, like, I'm just trying to relate in my head of how it... Like, I'm not saying it's connected. I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to think of it as, like victim-wise, like, how, you know? Okay. Well, there's, so, like, there's, to- there's oh. totally different, like, um, there's totally, there are totally different MOs. As far as victimology, it's relatively the same, a six-year-old white girl, but other than that, the, um, one in Chicago was dismembered, whereas John Benet Ramsey was strangled, right? Yeah. So. And, and she also had abrasions to her head, but, like, I don't know if other people do this, but the way I think of it is, like, if someone, like, if a new serial killer were to pop up and, like, cut off someone's boobs, I'd be like, oh, it's an Ikeen, like, you know? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's how it, and so then when I hear about a six-year-old dying, I'm like, oh, so it's kind of like a job named Ramsey. Like, that's how I think oh, of yeah, it. yeah, it makes like, perfect sense to relate them. Yeah. But. So I'm not just trying to connect everyone to John Benet Ramsey because I'm obsessed with that case and I'm trying to talk about it. I'm just saying, like, that's how I think of it. No, that's a good way to think about it. <laughs> what? No, I, I, I ah, Stop being mean to Emily. Oh, hashtag. God, I can't believe my daughter drowned in this pool. 
Oh, it's just like JonBenet Ramsey. Stop the hate on Emily. Texas listener, you know what to do. <laughs> the one post. I love him. Oh, he gives me life. Yes, I know my voice cracked, Tallulah. I see the smile on your face. I wasn't smiling about that. I was smiling about other stuff. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's it for the Black Dahlia. Is oh, it, really? You're... It's a really interesting case, though. I've always been fascinated with it. Well, what about the dentists and stuff? They narrowed it down to about 60 people confessed to the murder, and they were mostly men, but only 25 of them were considered viable. And, um... But, like, why do people do that? That's so stupid. It's like, do they want to spend time in jail? Like, I get how there's that, yeah, like, issue of homeless want, people doing want, it. They want the notoriety. And also, yeah, jail life is like, not that bad compared mm, to yeah. what some people Like, are. crazy, desperate for attention, any kind of attention. You know, it really yeah. is like, like who can banana people. Yeah, but there's also, I don't know if you've heard of it, the situation of homeless people committing crimes so that they go to prison. Like, is that... Yeah, I've heard of that, but I don't think that would have happened as much back then. No, I think True. back then, this was so they could their name could get out there. It was about getting attention. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's these big, famous murders. People confess, like, left and right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not, it's not for any logical reason. So, um, there's no specific information about the suspects about, instead, or rather than their names, um, but some of them include Walter Bailey, Norman Chandler, Leslie Dillon, um, Mark Hansen, and I, th- I believe before that's the name of the guy whose name was sprawled on her address book. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, or at least that's a- um, many family members suspected that he did it. Because his My name money's on Norman. What? Mm. My money's on Norman. Norman. Mm. Norman. Bates. Norman. My money's on the the surgeon. Um. Yeah, it definitely could be a surgeon. Someone in the. Have you heard room. the voice recordings that he said? No. When someone recorded his voice. Oh my god! Can I talk about this really quickly? Yes. So basically, there's this um, surgeon who's a suspect in the Black Dahlia case, and people didn't really think it was him, but then his son, a police officer, is convinced that he did it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Someone who's like, my dad was the Black Dahlia killer. Exactly. No. So he thinks his dad did it, the dad, the surgeon, and he found these old voice recordings of um, him talking, and he was talking to his new secretary, and he said, my old secretary couldn't get it out, like, um, what if, like, she were to mysteriously disappear, like, uh, she wouldn't be able to tell, right? And then, like, days after, she died of, like, heart, heart failure. Hmm. Weird. Yeah, it's, it's really creepy. I'm not giving the recordings justice. Go look them up. But, like, it's crazy. So, that's why I think the surgeon did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sad thing is, well, I guess... I'll see if I can, fi- I'll see if I can find the transcript, because I know they have a transcript of it. The unfortunate thing is that the, whoever did it is probably dead now, so... Yeah, that's no matter, what, yeah. No matter that what we do, we will never know what the motive was, what was going through the person's mind, and I think that's kind of a tragedy. Because... Yeah, I think that is what's sad. I think she deserves justice. Yeah, it's really sad. Yeah, it is. It makes me wonder, you know, JonBenet Ramsey's case could go on for... I mean, this was 
what, like, 80-something years ago? Oh, four, it was in the... Yeah. It's in the 40s, yeah, so it, There are a lot of cases where it's now. like, it's not going to be solved now. I am waiting for John Ramsey to die. I think something's going to happen then. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know what exactly, but like, I don't know. There's got to be something. Like, maybe Burke is waiting to tell something, or... I don't know. I just have a feeling that something's going to come out when John Ramsey dies. Yeah. So, is that all for this episode? I think so. We're like, Really long. Yeah. Our episodes are getting well, it's not longer. Been an hour yet, so it's been we an hour and twenty minutes. Ten minutes. What? It's been an hour and thirty minutes. We started at five thirty-two. It's been an hour and thirty minutes. Call. What? We had to do the first call. Remember? And I cut out. Oh, but we're including that, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because that was right. really well, funny. Alright. So everyone, take care of themselves. Be safe. Fight fascism. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay, so be... Oh, okay. also follow the Instagram. And the Twitter. I started tweeting. Awesome. Good okay, job, Okay, at storytime at CTE, by the way. Storytime with CTE for the Twitter. You know, just go out and... I don't know. I was trying to think of a good tagline. I can't. And don't murder people. And don't die. Let me preface, don't die. That's our tagline. Go out and make your own tagline. Go out there. Go in the sun. Go hang out in the forest. Go hang out in the forest. (laughs) Go murder people. Go out there and say, hey, baby, to as many people as you can. Let's see how that goes. Do that. If you have the urges. Do that. Then go to a therapist. Call the police on yourself. Yay! Okay. Keep your therapy appointment. Woo! All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Should we have going out music? Let's make our own going out music.